Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Good morning, all. It's a fairly pleasant day, so we're out in the garden today. This is largely because I got up early enough to do the video um, and then spent an hour mucking around with Netflix just because I could, just because it was quite nice to have a rest. And then the family got up, and I would normally be in the Shedbury, but the Shedbury's coming for the garden furniture, which is something else I'm going to have to sort out today. So, what we got? Right, the, the fuel prices thing. It's kind of work in progress, but I'm going to shelve it for now. Thanks very much for everybody who contributed. I did that video on Friday, and I was supposed to say at the end of the video, I'll, the reason to do the video on Friday was to ask people to send the fuel prices in, um, and then I forgot. I was knackered, and I forgot. And, um, yeah, and I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to tinker with it. We'll see if we can get it going. I, I don't really know if it's a flyer or not. But in the meantime, we have got a few things to say about fuel prices. Firstly, uh, Ian Merrick has emailed that Martin Lewis chap, and apparently he does something called the Cheap Energy Club or something like that. Ian, if you could keep me informed, mate, that would be brilliant. And obviously anything that you do or anything you can get would be brilliant, and I can pass it on to, to the rest of the firm and we can all work it out. In the meantime, I've got nothing to offer you, but Steve May knows a lady. Her name is Elke, E-L-K-E, -E. and if you've got a pen and paper, the number is 07464-330-972, and if you mention his name, Steve Main, he says, um, she will give you the best deal. So, I haven't got anything for you at the moment, I'm still trying to work on someone to come back to me regarding cars or fuels or something like that, but we have got a few um, comments on it, in fairness, so, let's get a bit warm there. Uh, right. Paul Wilkes says, um, Wilkins, sorry, says that shell cards can be used at SO stations. So that's good to know, because I know the, the shell card is slightly dearer than the others, but you get the shell fuel, and apparently you get the SO fuel as well, like, you know. Um, Paul Salisbury says, he said, now he used to work for a fuel car company. He says, monitor your costs with a hawk's eyes. He said, I used to work with them, and they were constantly pulling strokes. He, he uses pay at pump and keeps receipts, and he used to work for a fuel car company. Paul, if there's anything that you can enlighten me with, obviously not mentioning any names or who you used to work for, on the kind of strokes they used to pull, it would be dead handy to share it with, with the rest of the class, and um, yeah, I'd be interested. Because you never really put, you put your card in, you fill it up, you assume that it's going to be monitored, it's going to be accurate, and yeah, I'd be curious to know, mate, if you could pass it on, if you, if you could send, leave a little message underneath the video, it'd be brilliant, thank you. Um, um, yeah, and Forsyth has put a straight on with um, the Fuel Genie thing. Now, the Fuel Genie thing, now my mate, um, Simple Brian, he uses this. And basically, Fuel Genie, I think, can be used at Tesco's, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, all the, all the kind of supermarket ones. So you get the cheap fuel anyway. And he says you save about 3p a litre with it. And also, because it links up to your loyalty cards, you get the points. So every time you fill up the points, you get your Tesco's Club points, or you get your Sainsbury's next point, or whatever. And then come Christmas, it pays for the shopping. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, but the fuel card thing is still work in progress, but I'm not going to do bore you with another Saturday video at the moment until, I, until I've actually got something more concrete to do. We kind of got to leave it there. But once again, thanks very much for everyone who emailed me in, the prices and stuff like that. We're just going to see how it goes for now. What I might do is just tell everybody what I'm getting at the beginning on a Sunday Q&A, and they can compare that to what they've got, which I dare say everyone's getting better than me. But there you go. Uh, what else we got? Oh, thank you, Ian Merrick, also for putting me straight on Bank Holiday. Yes, apparently Bank Holiday Monday doesn't necessarily have to be on a Bank Holiday Monday. This week, Bank Holiday Monday is Friday. 
Friday the 8th, which I'm very pleased about because it means that that job that I booked for Monday morning, which is taking me up to Huddersfield, there's a good chance I actually will get a job back because not everybody's off. Not that they're not off anyway. Um, Jason Burke says, um, yeah, this is all together with that, that thing I did about another week in lockdown. Um, he said, yeah, cool. and he's dead right. Of course, it, it, of course, it had to be done, and the death rate has dropped as a result. Um, you know, and he was also ill in December. Strangely, like the amount of people I know that got this terrible sort of coldy flu thing in December, that doesn't mean it was the same thing. That might have been there was a terrible flu going around in December, and now the Kavona is going around now. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's weird. Well, I suppose the point I was trying to make was the fact that I was in this firm, and... Everybody was, when I was doing my pickup, my last pickup on Friday, they were all behaving absolutely normally and they were all next to each other, no one had masks on. And I kind of thought, well, what's probably happened there is they went in, they carried on working, and for the first week or two they did the thing. And then after a while, slowly but surely, it slips and nothing happens. And then it, they let it slip. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to pass judgment on whether it's right or wrong. And the problem is, we've, we don't know if we did the right thing. Because we've got absolutely no frame of reference. Well, we know we did do the right thing. We had to take all the necessary precautions. The question is, I asked myself, how much difference did it actually make? But this is a question I will never know the answer to. If I could create a parallel universe, go back in time exactly the same and run two separate experiments together, then I would know. But it's never going to happen. We, we did what we had to do, and we're getting through it. And that's the main thing. But, yeah, you're dead right. Um, <laughs> on the subject of also... Going back to their own habits, um, Paul Danielescu says, people are starting to go back to their own habits because of people like me who are making money while the others stay at home and do their bit. That's a tad arse, that one, Daniel, to be honest with you. I mean, bearing in mind the fact that I'm not in the high-risk group, but I am in my 50s. And, you know... And when it all started, and we didn't know how virulent it was going to be and how bad it was going to be, I elected to move a hospital wing. I mean, I am getting paid for it, but I have tried... I thought the idea... They, they, they do songs on us on the radio. They clap us. So the idea of being that I'm out there trying to profiteer, abusing the system to other people's misery... Yeah, that's not really what I was told. I was kind of told by the government that I was supposed to keep the economy moving and keep the country running by, you know, going out and doing the stuff so everybody else can stay safe. Uh, I suppose it depends on your personal point of view, but as Alan makes the point, um, have you had anything to live in the last five weeks? And also, I would say, and what was it? So, you're in touch with your opinion, my friend. Might want to rethink it, though. What else we got here? Oh, we don't know it. Uh, right now, okay. On the Argos multi drop, uh, Lee Westcott says, "If all if all the jobs, if all the driving jobs were multi drops, I'd pack them in." There's multi drop and multi drop. Before this thing kicks, I mean, I've done the parcel force. That was sixty drops. They've got the people out doing the Argos. They're up to three hundred drops. Al is now doing the Argos full time because things have got really quiet in the office, and we kind of need to bring in a bit of extra dough. So he's doing the Argos full time, and I'm going on to um, just on the exchange. I'm happy enough with that. Um, we were offered the Argos in evenings, but I don't like the evenings. Start at two, and then you do one run, you get back at six, and then you have to reload for half six, and you finish. And that would be we working from two o'clock at ten o'clock at night, seven days a week. And I, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just stick on the exchange and see how I go. Like, you know, I say it hasn't been bad for me. Thursday was exceptionally busy. 
I had to put the hours in, but it was very, very busy, so I'm just going to stick it with. Um, and also, before all this started, we were doing the fridges. And when you're doing the fridges, you pick them up at five in the morning, you have to drive for about an hour and a half, and then you'd normally do about eight drops, and you were done by about 11 o'clock, and I got like most of my day's money. And that was fine, that was lovely, you knew where you were going, you knew what you were doing, the run order was fantastic. There's multi drops and multi drops at the end of the day. Um, Andrew McGrace says, Oh, it's an interesting tip for you guys. Um, now, we used to do this when we was on the, um, the DFS, which is get a pen, go through your run order, get your parcels, and go one on the run order with a pen, and then like with a marker pen, write one, two, three on all your parcels. That way, he says, you're not, you're not scratching around trying to find tiny, tiny postcodes, and you've got one, two, three, four, so you know which one is your next one. So you won't miss one and then realise you've got to come back to it. So that's, like I say, I'm not on the Argos right now, but that is an interesting point. Thanks very much. Uh, Jason Burke says, um, he always follows the route on the drop sheet. Like I say, it depends who you're in with. You know, when I was doing the fridges, I always followed the drop sheet route. It never come unstuck. But with the Argos, I have done postcodes. I have, I've, I've had to do an hour round trip to drop off a parcel to a place where I knew I'd been two hours ago and I could have dropped it off around the corner in which case for certain people you'll get to know for certain people it is actually worth having a look through and seeing um, you know whether it's whether you need to actually reorder their run sheet or not um, Richard Joe which John says uh, do they offer this work for small vans uh, not really mate to be honest with you it, there's there's too many drops and there's too many larger items you know you might not get all larger items you might get Nintendo Switch games or memory cards which are very small but at the same time you can guarantee someone's going to order a kettle barbecue or a dining set you know for the garden and not really I mean I heard once I a story of a geezer who turned up in a medium wheelbase and it was very they, asked, they, they put him in on a medium wheelbase it wasn't his fault but it became very clear very quickly that they needed at least a long wheelbase and there you go. Uh, Daniel Garumba says, Hello, mate. How are you doing? Um, he says, You can drop the PDA in any order. You're not, you're not right about that one. I mean, I don't know if that applies to Argos or other things. Um, I suppose it depends, again, who you're working for and what system they've got. But, um, again, I'll go bridge I'll have to cross when I come to it because I say I'm, I've been, um, I'm, I'm on gardening leaf at the moment from the Argos. I'm back on the exchange, so there we go. Um, Oh, and Eddie, Eddie Roberts is also now 15 consecutive days in the Argos, and he's doing fine with it, as is my mate Ray. Seems like everybody's out on it at the moment, but not me. So we'll see how I go on the CX next week. I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, the X2. Yeah, the thing I did about the X2. Sorry it was a short video, but I was kind of waiting in the bus lane. And that's something else to watch out for, guys. I meant to say in the video, but then the bus pulled up, and I thought, oh, I'm blocking the bus lane. Shouldn't really be doing this. I'm blocking the bus stop. I was only there for two minutes, but still. And I couldn't do it any other time, because normally you've got no chance to much traffic around. Um, yeah, they've got loads of tiny cameras all around Heathrow now. They're like the size of... Uh, box of tissues, like a key size box of tissues and they're attached to all the lampposts, so not that anyone speeds anyway, but at the moment it's getting very difficult to keep my own speed, because normally I'm, I'm regulated by the car in front of me but now there's no cars in front of me, and occasionally I look down and go, oh, I'm doing 36 oh, slow down um, but yeah, these things are all over the lampposts around Heathrow, so be careful uh, right, Gareth Vickers said, is that the main Heathrow flight terminal? No 
I don't know what the main Heathrow flight terminal is. I've never been there. There is a lot of these kind of places jotted all around Heathrow, obviously, because there's a lot of air freight. There's kind of what they call the something triangle over around Slowway, and uh, there's lots around Heathrow and kind of UB and all that kind of stuff. And it's just basically freight depots to a greater or lesser degree. But none of them are that scary because they're geared up to take freight. So they've, they've got great big loading bays and fork truck drivers. Sometimes there's a bit of a wait getting into the office, to, you know, if there's a few vans in front of you. But then just ring the shipper and let them know. So that's it. Oh, and friends, my mate, friends, 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 I'm sorry I haven't got back to you, mate. It's just been crazy. Give us a call next week, please, if I don't call you. Um, he used to work 0.4 miles away from there. Yeah, I think he's probably happy where he is now, although I think he's kind of self-isolated, so there we go. Right, the miscellaneous. What we got on the miscellaneous? Paul Collins. Is this a good time to join the CX? Right, this is the second week I've been asked the same question. So, Paul, I'm going to do a video. You can have your own video. I'm going to go into it. All right, and I'll do one for you next week. Uh, I'll probably do it as soon as I can. Uh, Paul McKenna says, or McKenza or something like that says, um, how much is it, how much money do you think you need to start up on the CX, and should you buy a hire a van? I would say if you could, you should prepare yourself for three months' wages. So work out what your outgoings are for three months, unless you're using a factoring company. Um, I will work out what money you need for about three months because that's what I would say because they pay 30 days 60 days but then they don't and then you've got to get it to trickle in so if you could prepare yourself for that and I would highly recommend you buy a van rather than hire a van because hiring vans can be a expensive uh, if you do it on a lease hire they want to screw you down the miles so they don't want to give you many miles so um, but yeah if you like give me a call mate my number is 07970 and if you phone me Monday to Friday 9 to 5 I'll happily answer your phone and if I'm um, if I'm loading or unloading or something like that, I'll get us back to you as soon as I can, and I'll talk you through it. But, um, yeah, that's about the size of things. Uh, Max Courier has just started, and he has no idea about prices. I did a video a long time ago, and it still kind of stands on how much jobs kind of sell for for the CX. So I'm going to put a link up. If it's not there now, it'll be there very shortly. Um, and... I would quote maybe slightly under that at the moment. I think things have changed slightly since I joined. Maybe jobs are going slightly cheaper than they were before. The problem is if you quote much less than the prices I'm telling you to quote, you will end up doing. You'll end up working for nothing because it's it's, it's 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 you know it's keen enough as it is like you know. So, but there is a link to if you want to follow the link back, or if not, I'll try and stick one up so you can have a look at it. So, like I say, if, in the present climate, competition is fierce. You might want to go slightly under. Um, Lee. Am I really called Pete? Yes. Not a lot more I can say about that. <laughs> I've always been... Yeah, this is all real, mate. I'm not an actor. It's ain't Jonathan Pye. I wish it was. He's brilliant. Um, but um, no, it's just me, Pete, the career driver, driving a van, showing you what I, my experience of me driving a van. It's not exactly Star Wars. Uh, Ganesh Bashira says, Have I ever got negative feedback? Actually, do you know what? No. Um, because I've always tried to do the job correctly. And I've, I mean, in the beginning, I messed up a couple of times, but they kind of know you're new on it. And you say, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. The company has, though. The company's got negative feedback um, two or three times once when I accepted two jobs at the same time and didn't realise I'd done it when we very first started and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but that wasn't me personally delivering. That was a mistake I made kind of on behalf of the office. Uh, once when we had a driver who broke down and didn't ring the shipper for an hour to tell him that he'd broken down and then rung himself, broke down an hour ago. Well, we had to put our hands up to that one. That was rubbish. Um, and once when we actually got sent through a job without being phoned, rung the guy back and said, 
um, we can't do this job. The van is now on another job. And the guy gave us negative feedback and they upheld it, which I think is incredibly harsh. But I haven't, we haven't got any negative at the moment. And like I say, in, in doing over... Oh, God, we're up to over 3,000 jobs now. We've only ever had three negatives, which is one in a thousand. And me personally, no, I've never, never done it. Because if you play it by the rules and you do it right and you don't go load and you go straight there and you talk to the shippers, then there's no reason why you should ever get it. Uh, what else have we got? Any noises on that way? Um... Andrew Dory, also on the Argos. Right, he uses a couple of apps which I've heard about as well. Dorset Explorer, which apparently is very good for finding house places. If, you, if they call the house by like Willow Walk or um, Dun Roman. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, yeah, you can find that with Dorset Explorer and also uses Delmay. Oh, well, I did log back into Delmay, but as far as I understand, it's a, you have to pay for it. And it might be very good, but then sometimes Google Maps. If Google Maps don't work, Nine times out of ten, that ways will make up the difference. So I'm a big fan of things you don't have to pay for. Copilot apparently is a very good sat-nav, but you have to pay for it. Waze and Google Maps are also very good very good sat-navs. You don't have to pay for it. They work great. The only thing I wish is somebody would put a width restriction on one of them so that they didn't constantly try and send me down places I can't get down. Um, although you can do a six-foot-six in a Luton van, with six foot six, which if you're clever and you go slowly, you can do it. Um, it's just railway bridges sometimes. There's one particular one in Slough. I know it now. When you come here, you think, there's no way I'm going under that. I, well, if, if I was going under that in my car, I'd duck. I'd like bust out of James Bond. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's... But, but, yeah, if you want to try them, guys, Dorset Explorer, Dell, mate, let me know how it goes. I say, I, I'm too mean to pay for them, part of the money with it. Uh, Steve Bradley says, cash-only toll roads are now free. That's interesting to know. I don't know how many cash-only toll roads there are, but apparently... I, if they, they are out there, they're now free to use. So that's good to know. Uh, Max Securia says, what if they don't give you any paperwork? Right, again, I'm asked this a lot. It doesn't really warrant it, but I'm going to do a video on paperwork and PODs just because I can go, bing, and you can go to it. So I'll do you one this week as well as one I'm doing for that other guy. James Rowan, can you use a car instead of a small van? The short answer is no. Practically, you could. The amount of times that I've picked up, picked up loads and I could have gone by my car, but that's not what stops you. You can't use a car instead of a small van because you can't get the right insurance. You need hire and reward insurance and goods in transit insurance to run on the CX in case something goes wrong. If you hit the van, they pay out. If, you get, if you're doing a job in a car and you've got like commercial stuff on board, your insurance isn't valid. So no, unfortunately not. You can get yourself a small van, you know, but cars, unfortunately, no. Sorry. Uh, James Rowan, do I miss the markets? Do you know what, mate? No. And I somehow feel I should, because I've done it forever, and it was all in my blood, and I've done it all my life, and, um, yeah, and I, you know, I'd say I miss the crack, I miss when they were busy, but to be honest with you, no. I'm more than happy doing what I'm doing at the moment, and, um, yeah, I mean, there are no markets at the moment, I'm sure they'll come back. You, you think about, do you know what I think what done me in the end was not... The, the, the bad just so outweighed the good. The aggravation, the horrible weather, the, the uncertainty of what you're going to take any money, the constantly big drill for discount, no. And the misery of everybody going around going, oh, it's no good. No, no, I don't. I, I, I deliver pallets to smiling people. No, I don't miss them at all. I should, but I don't. Uh, Richard Jones, how much does it cost? Right, guys, you can all let me know. I don't know. I joined ages ago. We've just done our subs again. 
Ouch. Um, how much is six months subs on the CX? He was quoted £650 plus VAT for six months. He said he thought that would be more like 12 months. I think that's about right, mate. I think it's about six and a half, 650 quid for six months at the moment plus VAT. They might be doing deals. Bear in mind the current climate. I don't know. You'd have to ring them. Or you can join if you want to join the CX. If you follow the link, the end link, or I might be able to put one up here. I don't know. Uh, to the website. And there's a bit at the end if you want to join the CX. If you go to my website, there's all stuff about insurance. It's starting to grow now about us, about how to join the CX, about insurance, that kind of stuff. So, um, But, yeah, I think that's about right money. And also, he says, is there any way of picking up... Oh, the same guy again, Richard Jones. Any way of picking up Argos and Parcel without using the CX? Quite possibly, but I don't know it. You could probably ring them directly. But the thing is, what these people will do is Argos will use a courier firm and then that courier firm, if they haven't got vans of their own, will go on the CX. And the chances are, it's the big bod courier firms that are going to ring. They're not going to ring Dave's vans around the corner, are they? They're going to ring somebody major. So the chances are, probably not, I'll be honest. Uh, Starsky, it says, if it says delivering to stores, does that mean like delivering to stores, like places where you store stuff, or shops? I would say shops. If it's delivering to store rooms or, like, you know, um, units, it wouldn't say anything. So I would say that's shops. Uh, Daryl Springer says, he says, what is the laden weight on a Luton Tun van and do you need an oat, mate? I'm going to give you a video too because this one comes up all the time just so that I can just ping it across and I don't have to keep repeating myself on Sundays and bore everybody with my uh, nonsense. There's someone else I had to do here somewhere. Someone mentioned, um, oh, that's right. Jason Burke says he always follows the drop sheet and so there's another courier app out there which you may want to use it's called thecouriermap.co.uk like I say I'm not affiliated with the exchange in any way uh, I don't tell anybody what to do If you, there are other apps out there there's Shipley out there if you want to do the removals if you want to get back loads there's thecouriermap.co.uk if you want to give it a spin give it a spin it just so happens the reason I talk about the exchange is what I run on because it works the best for me, but I'm sure there's plenty out there. Please let me know. I'll always pass them on. This is just me. Right, and in conclusion, you'll be pleased to know we're coming to an end of yet another long Sunday CNA. Uh, Cole Rigby says, have a break, you look knackered. Mate, I think I was. I looked back at that video yesterday, I was like, all over the shop. I come home yesterday, had a drink with my wife, see the kids, had some lunch, went to bed, had a decent night's sleep, and now I've got the weekend off. I'm looking forward to just pouring around the garden, so thank you very much. That's what I'm going to do. Um, oh, Jason Burke again, superstar. Says, um, the reason it's called a spoke is because the central place where you pick the stuff up from is the hub, and therefore you deliver it to spokes. So it's like a wheel with a hub in the middle and the spokes going out. Like that, mate. Thanks very much. And finally, the final word this week goes to Steve Bradley, who was the guy who was on the um, delivering flowers, you know, sort of like, he said, he said it was a multi-drop, it was the best multi-drop he ever had to do. He said he had to deliver four types of flowers to different places. He had to deliver self-raising, plain, wholemeal, and strong white. And he said everybody was happy. And of course, they would be happy because everybody loves being bought flowers. On that note, <laughs> I'm going in. I'm going to look forward to my weekend. Hope you're well. Hope you're staying safe. I'm hoping things are tipped over and things are going to start to get back to normal now. I said I was going to miss it when it goes back to normal because of the traffic on the road. But to be honest with you, I'm kind of starting to crave it now. I'm a bit like, just give me back my old life. I just work all week and go to the pub at the end of it and just know everybody's safe. So anyway, we're getting through it, hopefully, with not too many casualties. And I say the lockdown, I was all over the shop. It's definitely the right thing to do. I just wonder... 
you just never know. But definitely the right thing. Carry on. Keep safe. Do your hand sanitizer. Do your social distancing. And fingers crossed, we might be there might be a light at the end of the tunnel. And in the meantime, take care. Take money. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.